Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to Weird Distractions Podcast, a podcast where we tell you stories of true crime, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal to provide you a weird distraction to your everyday life. I'm Alex. And Christy. And this week we are back to paranormal, back on our spooky bullshit, back to providing you some creepy, eepy, I don't even know. Just We're just going to try and scare you for a little bit, okay? Creepy, eepy, deepy, something. Exactly. What is your need for weird distraction, Christy? Um, where do I even start? Oh my god, it's been a week. <laughs> like, I don't even need a specific distraction. It's like, I need a distraction from life right now. Oh my god. Fair so enough. it's always work usually, right? but then like my cat Ollie's been super needy and like all over me, which I feel bad because I have been abandoning him a little bit, yeah. but like, it, like seriously, just last night I was driving, I got called into work to, um, like the third time last night because lots of call. And then the last time, cause I was just like kind of almost asleep, but like still kind of awake when I got called in that I friggin' like left the house and I was like, oh my God, I can't see very well. And then I realized that I didn't have my glasses on. So I was like, well, I guess I'm just driving to work blind, which is like, I was in such a sleep mode that I was like, okay, let's just get out the door. They need me. And it takes me half an hour to get there. And then didn't have glasses on. And I was like, okay, I'm just driving to work blind. Like I can still see, (laughs) but I'm like, I can't see a deer if something jumps out like last minute. I was like, oh Mm -hmm. my God, this is just not my day. No. And then it was raining this morning, and I got poured on, and now my dinner's ruined tonight. Oh, it's just been a day. Like, I'm just having a bad day. It definitely sounds like you're having a really bad day. It's shat on. You got shat on, essentially. That sucks, man. I'm sorry. That's my distraction. (laughs) Fair enough. Mine is, oh, God. I feel like kind of the same. So, actually, I'm off work today. Um, when we're recording, and as you can maybe tell by the audio quality, we're recording via Skype because we just we can't see each other right now. Mm. Uh, but my need for distraction is so this past weekend, um, my partner and I were driving to Sault Ste. Marie, which is about eight hours from where we live. And Gross. as he was like washing my windshield, because obviously we got like a shit ton of bug guts and everything, I guess he accidentally dropped like I guess the the windshield wiper part had fallen apart and the metal part slapped down on my windshield, which then caused a crack. And because it was so hot and humid outside and because he then turned on the air conditioning, the little, oh, sorry, the chip, the chip turned into a huge crack. So we stopped in Blind River, Ontario. And then as we're leaving Blind River, he's like, okay. I have something to tell you, but you can't be mad. And I was like, oh, fuck, what is it? <laughs> and I was like, what is it? What is it? Like, just tell me. And he's like, your windshield. And I was like, what about my windshield? Because I'm looking and I'm like, I can't see anything wrong. And then he points at it and I was like, oh, my God. And I He pointed at the crack or the chip? The, 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 the now crack that was oh, okay. like going up the middle of my windshield. So mm. 
Long story short, $714 later. <gasps> oh my yep. gosh. Yep. Um, I finally was able today to confirm with my insurance company that they will give me, oh God, what's it called? Oh God, why am I forgetting the word? They're going to give me money essentially to cover a portion of the cost. They're like, okay. Like yeah. A rebate. A rebate. There we go. So it's a check coming in the mail. So hopefully that comes in soon because I put it on my credit card, stupidly not realizing that my credit card due date is like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was like, if that won't be due tomorrow, though, will it? Like, that's that's part of your next statement already. I think so. I don't know. Who knows? I'm just live, laugh, learning. Am I right, folks? Just living that 2020 dream. Just don't. No more. Tanner can't touch your car anymore. It can't touch no, I know. I know. I literally told him because he's always harping on my car. My car is like my prize, pride and joy. Like, I love my car. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, after this, you cannot harp on my friggin' car anymore. Because he's always like, your seats are uncomfortable. Your windshield's always dirty. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I know. And I'm like, I'm sorry. This is my baby. And now that you've hurt my baby, you can no longer <laughs> say shit about my baby. Capiche? So far, so Capiche. good. Also, I apologize in advance to anyone that is listening. I am currently at my brother's house dog sitting. So if here animals in the background other than my cat it's because i'm not with my cat i'm with dogs now oh yeah ollie like just like climbed my like laundry drying rack and i was like please do not fall and make a huge racket we try so hard to like be as like mindful about our surroundings like even before we were recording you're like okay so you might hear this you might hear that and i'm like you know what fuck it this is episode 21 if you're still listening to us at this point you've essentially gotten used to the fact that it's not going to be great audio all the time but we will try we will try we'll give you a great story but it might be a shitty background (laughs) (laughs) but maybe i'll just kind of give like a little bit of like a spooky factor you know you'll hear a thud that maybe we don't hear don't tell us about it because then i'm gonna get scared (laughs) that spooky traffic sound i got going on (laughs) you heard Actually, if you hear thuds, it's probably a dog tail banging across or against the floor or something. God, who knows? Oh, well. Anyways, are you ready to get spooked? Spook me. (laughs) Spook me, babe. All right. So we are going down to Savannah, Georgia. Ooh. And we are going to be discussing the pirate's house, which... This pirate's house? Yeah, a quick little tidbit. So before, obviously, before, when I was doing my notes for this, I actually reached out to the Pirate's House because now it's a restaurant. Um, and I was like, hey, like, this is me being super brave because I hate talk. Like, how do I put it? I hate reaching out to people because I'm always afraid that they're going to be like, no, fuck you. Or like, no, go away, kick rocks. Mm-hmm. So luckily, they just didn't respond because they haven't read my message yet. This is like a couple weeks ago. But so instead I, of rejection, you're like, I prefer if you just don't answer me. <laughs> yeah, just leave me on unread. You know what? That's fine. Um, but I reached out to them because I wanted more stories from them, like from the staff there. Mm. Essentially, the story is going to be, like, this episode might be pretty short. I feel like it's always how paranormals are sometimes. Like, unless you can get, like, specific people, like, yeah, staff stories yeah. or, like, the like the known people that, like, haunt the place. Like, it's hard. Like, you're like, ooh, people touch you, and then that's it. Like, you don't really know who they are or what happens. Exactly. It's just active. So I'm going to try, this is essentially what I'm about, the story I'm about to weave is all I could essentially find. But if you're listening and you just so happen to work at the Pirate's House, please email us at weirddistractionspodcast.com. Love to hear from you. Love Love to to do a bonus episode. More details. Exactly. And would love to visit. Like, I think after we got back from New Orleans, I was like, Christy, let's go to Georgia. And then, you know, COVID. So... (laughs) Now, Christy, let's go to your house because we can't go anywhere else. <laughs> exactly. 
All right. So the Pirate's House, as mentioned, is a reported haunted restaurant and tavern located in downtown Savannah, Georgia. A part of the building was built back in 1734, a.k.a. 286 years ago. Are Look at you smart with math. <laughs> I, I did the math in advance. <laughs> um, it's the oldest standing building in that state. Uh, so the first part of the building originally was called the Herb House, and the land was part of a botanical garden in the beginning. Um, the Herb House was obviously built for the gardener that would live on the grounds of said garden. Um, mm-hmm. The garden produced peach trees and cotton. It was like they tried to do a bunch of different things, but peach trees and cotton were kind of the only successful things that grew there. And unfortunately, two years after the garden was set up, the need for the botanical garden appeared no longer necessary to the townsfolk. So essentially, two years have passed, and everyone around town is like, you know what? We don't really need this shit. We'll just do our own thing and just kind of call it quits. That's rude. Right? Uh, 20 years after the Herb House was built, the tavern was added. The tavern. The tavern was added. The tavern was added, and the property turned into an inn and tavern for travelers. Shocker. Um, the first floor of the building was the tavern, while the second floor served as the inn. And apparently, supposedly, uh, there is an underground tunnel leading from the rum cellar in the basement of, I think, the original part of the building. Someone emailing email us and correct me if I'm wrong. Apparently there were like a bunch of underground tunnels all over Savannah. So that's kind of cool. Love me an underground tunnel. Dream about exploring with an EVP or a sphere box one day. Uh, In 1883, Robert Louis Stevenson published the book Treasure Island. Ever heard of it? Uh, which tells the tale of one character, Captain Flynn, dying in a tavern in Savannah, Georgia. And because back in 1883, the only tavern in Savannah, Georgia was the Pirate's House. So some speculate wildly that it was said tavern. Kind of backtracking a bit, but when it became a tavern, it kind of had like a bad reputation uh, as it was apparently common to host criminals, seamen, pirates, and quote, unsavory characters for some probable wild drunken nights. Which like sounds like a good time, but then again, I probably would have got stabbed back then if I party with pirates. Party with pirates may lead to probable stab wounds. Supposedly, locals would avoid the inn because people were reportedly, quote, shanghaied, uh, which is kind of a slang, or I, I feel like it might be an inappropriate term, potentially, but Shanghai used to mean and or still means that people would be kidnapped and taken onto a ship to do labor for no pay. Uh, so, hypothetically, drunk patrons would be passed out and then taken through the tunnel, like the underground tunnel, to local nearby ships where they would sail and be forced to work on said ship. Um, These people were reportedly sold to sea captains and forced to work against their will. One victim reportedly was a Savannah police officer, and in 1818, the police officer came in the bar one night for a drink and woke up the next day on a boat to Shanghai, China. Sounds like some serious human trafficking going on. Right? And reports state that it took him two years to come back. Two years. Right? You go on for one drink, you wake up, you're on your way to China. Like, don't do that again. Don't do that again. 
I wonder what he drank. Like, I'm assuming it was probably just beer at the time, but, like, I wonder maybe if, like... Maybe there was, like, a little roofie in there or something. Well, I wonder if, like, there was a certain drink that, like, the bartender would know it meant that this person was going to be shanghai or not. Do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> going to be shanghai <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Uh, but I would love to hear, like, any drink recipes of, like, okay, so this person's going to drink this drink, and then we're going to, like, knock them out and put them on a boat. Do you know what I mean? So don't order that drink. Whatever you do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, some, uh, something because of drunken fights and potential murders happening on the property that the grounds could be haunted, which, like, cool. Uh, anyway, one such a violent event, uh, which I read on the Haunted Houses website, details a, quote, a group of six American sailors were attacked by knife, by a knife-wielding French privateers. Yeah, there we go, privateers. (laughs) And some suspect it took place up on the second floor, and apparently, out of this incident, it was reported that three men died. Yikes. (laughs) Yes. So besides being shanghai the pirate's house has also been reported to be home to those who have succumbed to yellow fever, uh, and was tra- and were transported through the tunnel, um, and the tunnel was also rumored to hit slaves as well at some point. According to Savannah Magazine article, beneath the surface, the tunnels connected to the pirate's house were also used uh, to use sorry during the prohibition to sell illegal booze. Um, so God knows what kind of stuff went down there at that point. Same with like you know when slaves were going through and what have you. Like, it, it's, it just sounds like, like, the root of the building, which was potentially in the tunnel, could have had some pretty dark history going on there. Spooky-ooky. Right? Um, so, by 1948, the Pirate's House and Surrounding Land was bought by the Savannah Gas Company, where Mrs. Hill- Hillier, the wife of, pres- of the president of said company, renewed the house into... Which, sorry, I can't read. Renewed a house into the restaurant, which is ne- which it is now today. Uh, so apparently, it has 15 dining rooms and can hold up to 120 guests. So like, party. Yeah, I've seen pictures of this place. It looks small, but I think it's like one of those places that's kind of deceiving. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it looks really tiny on the outside, but then you walk in, you're like, holy shit, this is a mansion. There's no pictures inside. Uh, I've seen videos of, like, tours going on in there, but it's, mm. it, it seems a lot bigger than what you'd think. Okay. So, jumping to 1953, Herb Traub and Jim Casey purchased the property and named it the Pirate's House because of the potential connection from Treasured Island, right? Uh, in 1962, when expanding the kitchen, one of the remaining unclosed an unclosed tunnels was accidentally discovered during the renovations. It is apparently 12 yards long and goes underneath the herb house, but doesn't actually connect to anything, which is kind of suspicious. Or, like, not suspicious, but just weird. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, when exploring the tunnel, workers found a cannonball. (laughs) Which, like... Like a random cannonball? cannonball which like could you imagine just exploring a tunnel and just like randomly in the middle of the tunnel is just like a cannonball i mean i for one would be happy if i found a cannonball as opposed to like a skeleton or like you know but like but would you but would you would you 
Um, a war fort was built on the property at one point. It was also referred to as Fort Wayne, but apparently it was never actually used in the war, so therefore it was torn down. Um, so that's kind of fun. And that's mostly what I got out of the history. I will say I was a little bit bummed because I was trying to get on the actual restaurant's website to, like, check and see, like, the menu and everything. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> The website kept, like, bouncing back and saying, like, 404 error not found or error website not found or whatever. I have seen... I know. I've seen on Facebook that they had some, like, bomb-ass, like, southern deliciousness food, but... Yeah, I wanted, like, an actual, like... It was mostly... How do I put it? The, The menus I saw were, like, for special occasions. I wanted, like, the everyday menu, so to speak. Mm hmm But I couldn't find it. You think it's something after like spooky things or spooky people yeah. or stories? Yeah, it, it's pretty much just like the typical. Um, like I think they had alligator something or other. They had like a lot of seafood. It's just it looked like from what I saw on Facebook, it looked really good. But I just wanted like the actual menu. Mm-hmm. Now, I to this day, I'm like, I don't know if I would like alligator until the time we ate it in New Orleans. And oh. I'm like, oh my god, that was oh my god. god, it was so good, it was so good, but. You know what this means? It means we actually have to go to the Pirate's House in Savannah, Georgia to, like, try their food. And do spooky stuff. And spooky spooky places. Spookier places. Exactly. And speaking of spooking, let's get to the hauntings. The meat and cheese. The meat and cheese? The meat and bread? The meat and cheese. The meat and cheese of this episode. Um, some of the haunts reported at the Pirate's House include shadow figures seen around the building. Uh, footsteps have been heard by staff when the restaurant uh, space is quiet and there's no one really else around. Staff have reported that they that if they are alone in the building, they feel the sensation of being watched. And when they turn around, some have reported to see what appears to be someone dressed in sailor's clothing standing there before fading away to nothing. Right? People who walk past the restaurant have reported that they you know, would take photographs and seeing people in various windows. However, when cleared by staff, no one would be in that section of the building at the time. So, like, you'd maybe be on, like, a Savannah walking tour and take a picture, and in the picture it looks like there's somebody standing on the second floor. Meanwhile, I don't think anyone, like, I don't think anyone but staff are allowed on the second floor now. Hmm. Right? So seeing some shadow figures or something. Exactly. One of the most popular stories is actually kind of like a bit of fiction. So apparently the Treasure Island character, Captain Flint, is reported to have actually... Like, some people actually think he was a real-life person and that he actually did die in the pirate's house. Um, Conspiracy! A a little bit of conspiracy there, with like, theory there. Maybe a bit of folklore, I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. But people have apparently reported run-ins with him. But once again, like... As far as we know, and records could tell us, he's a fictional character, so, like, I don't know. Stretch. Yeah. Uh, People have heard random laughter from the second floor, which I don't fuck with. I don't fuck (laughs) with that. It's, like, the same with kids. I forget what episode we were talking. Was it... Uh, The Hills Bar Marina. Yeah, Hills Bar. I keep calling it Hall's Bar, which I know is not right, and I'm sorry if I offend anyone saying that, but but even before, I was like, oh, so, like, we're gonna do this, and you're like... It's it's not said like that. Stop saying it like that. <laughs> I'm sure I said it wrong too a couple times. Just just comes out. It just comes out when the heat of the haunt, you know. <laughs> um. So yeah, laughter from the second floor. 
don't like it. There has also been a report that once in the upstairs, a coffee pot threw itself against the wall, which what a waste of freaking coffee. That shit is sacred. All by itself? All by itself. Mm. Yeah. I don't like hair. I don't like coffee. <laughs> I would get on my hands and knees on the floor and lick that wall. No, because they're probably glass. Never mind. I retract that statement. Um, apparently a Scarface apparition has been seen in the basement and in the second floor. Uh, so we don't know who that is. He just has a scar in his face. So, like, I wonder if it's maybe one of the three guys that passed away during that knife fight with the French. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. We never know. That was my really shitty attempt at a French act. <laughs> we will never know. No, no, that was really bad, too. <laughs> um... <laughs> Chairs and place things have been known apparently to be moved around on their own. So, for example, like staff will be closing up for the night, we'll have it all tidy ready for the next day, and then they'll leave the room, come back, and it's all like a shit show, which rude. So, there was a report that a Savannah policeman once went down to the basement after seeing men carrying a person who looked super intoxicated. However, when the officer went down there, he was met uh, by the blocked off tunnel and no one else was in the basement. So, like, it was, like, an apparition of, like, these two guys carrying a third person, like, super, super drunk. So the officer is like, oh, shit, what's going on? Follows follows them down to the basement, and bam, they're all gone. It's just the cop down there. So he sees an apparition of someone getting shanghaied? Pretty much. Hmm. Interesting. Right? Uh, staff have reportedly felt dizzy or nauseous in the basement when near where the tunnel was uh slash were as if something doesn't want them there and people have also reported hearing moaning where the tunnels once were which like gross um (laughs) moaning ew uh people have also reported capturing orbs on canna on canna camera um one youtube video by mayra Gonzalez captured more than a dozen orbs flying towards their camera. And, like, I watched it for a bit because I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's probably just bugs. But, like, it was legit. <laughs> probably <old>. just bugs. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, like, I, I, I'm a believer in the paranormal. But in the same sense, like, you do have to be skeptical. Like, you do mm. have to keep that kind of, like, realistic approach of, like, what is this? I shit you not, it looks like legit orbs. Like, it doesn't mm. look like bugs. It doesn't look like anything else. It looks like it, they look... Legit. Like a little shiny ball of shadow things. Yeah. And then finally, former owner, uh, Herb Tarab, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right also, apologize to Herb, uh, shared a story that one night the closing manager came into his office saying that he saw an apparition of a man sitting at the table. Um, however, when he did a second take, the man was gone, and Herb was like, this guy, like, the manager was spooked. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that he saw something based on how he was presenting. Like, he was really freaked out. So that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And that is the short, sweet tale. Tales. Tales? Of the yeah. Pirates. Of the Pirates House. And I apologize, because, like, I started doing the notes, and I was, like, super, like, okay, this sounds really good. This is really good. And then I kind of just hit a wall, and I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess I guess that's it. Um, but maybe it will be on our travel list when we're able to travel down to the States again. Yes, get more deets. Get more deets. And speaking of deets, 
hit you with those resources. So as always, we got good old Wicca, 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 Wikipedia, um, Ghost City Tours website, hauntedhouses.com, Savannah Magazine article, Beneath the Surface, which was posted on March 15, 2017, YouTube video by John Ward, Exploring the Haunted, and that was in capitals, <laughs> Pirate's House of Savannah, Georgia, which was posted about three years ago. YouTube video by Mayra Gonzalez, The Haunted Pirate House, Savannah, GA. And finally, YouTube video by Paralopedia, Most Haunted Places in Savannah. How'd you like that one? It was a little bit of a little bit of a shoddy, you know? It was good. It was like a cute little story. It was a cute little story, but it was still like had a little like charm, like a little bit of hauntings, a little bit of people coming after you and whatnot. Like a little, like a little story where like, not like too scary, but. Oh, it's easy to, it's easy to digest, you know? Like that could be an episode that like Jenna or Jamie could listen to kind of thing well maybe let's hop on to some podcast shout outs i'm gonna start with the first one the last podcast you want is the podcasting a podcast that chats all things movies covering movies such as shutter island the fugitive shawshank redemption oh that is such a goodie i love shawshank redemption and more so most episodes range from 45 minutes up to two hours so if you have a long commute and a long movie or this may be the podcast for you you can listen to the last podcast you want on spotify apple Podcasts, anchor and more awesome and the next podcast shout out we have is reviri true crime so another true crime podcast that will get you hooked from start to finish Reviri is hosted by Paige, who weaves some spine-chilling stories to make sure you are getting your true crime fix. And she also does some like spooky stories too at the beginning, which is my cup of tea. You can listen to this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Next up, we have Hanging Brains Podcast, which is a self-described fresh new podcast from three regular California Joes. That chats current events, wild stories, and all sorts of shenanigans. This podcast will for sure give you the vibe that you're you're just sitting around hanging with your pals. You can listen to Hanging Brains podcast on Apple Podcasts and check out their Twitter at hanging underscore brains. The next is Crime Laughs, which is a true crime podcast hosted by fabulous hosts Aline and Charlie. Crime Lapse brings to the table some in-depth research, contemporary audio, and an emotive narrative to give you a bright light to some dark tales. You can listen to Crime Lapse on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Coming in at number four, we've got Always Time for True Crime Podcast. And actually, the host, Julia, is from Ontario, too, and hey. which is kind of cool, right? Love us mm-hmm. some, some other Canadian podcasters. So what time is it? It's true crime time always. So as mentioned, the wonderful host, Julia, focuses on the lesser known crimes that sometimes don't get talked about. You can listen to Always Time for True Crime on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and more. Now, Christy. Last but not least, but most importantly, sorry. Um, is our platform. So it's our platform. <laughs> you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Please give us a five-star review or any review, but five stars would be lovely. Um, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Good Pods. You can email us any suggestions, any feedback, anything you want in general. 
to Weird Distractions Podcast at Outlook.com. You can tweet us on Twitter at Weird Distract I number one or hit us up on our Insta page at Weird Distractions Pod. Yes, and speaking of which, actually, as we're recording this, we just got an email from Dave in Nebraska who just Ooh. says, Hey, just want to tell you how much I love the show. Keep them coming. Oh my which, God. Like, we will hear you, Dave. Thank you <laughs> so much. I, you know what? Like, of course, at some point, we're going to get a negative review. We're going to get some flack, whatever. It is what it is. It just helps us grow. But we really do appreciate your positive words, your positive support. Um, any support actually is great. And like Christy said, you know, if you are on a platform such as Apple Podcasts where you can rate and review us, please, 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 please do so. We, You don't know how much we appreciate it. Um, thank you to everyone who has so far. It means the world to us. And yeah, like we're recording this um, a little bit ahead, but even just like in real time at this point, we just recently passed the 1K mark, even um, a little more, almost like 1,100 people at this point almost. So we're yeah. just really thankful that people are listening. We really like your feedback. If you're giving us any, um, hitting us up on our different platforms like that, like giving us shout outs or trying to connect with doing the podcast crossovers, stuff like that is great. Um, but we just thank you so much for listening. Exactly. And shout out to our new listeners from Ireland. We've got Egypt, Spain, Mexico, Sweden, Brazil, South Africa, Finland, Ecuador, Singapore. We see you. We see you. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. Listening from on yonder. <laughs> exactly. Well, Christy, should we, should we call her a night? So you, you, can, shall. you can give all your love and attention to your cat and I can maybe go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's 8 p.m. <laughs> I know, but I'm like AT. That's the thing. All okay. right. Need a distraction? We got you. Bye. Bye.